Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Hello and welcome to episode 766 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday, but more importantly, we got after it last night, guys. Great bounce back night, 6-2 plus 2.89 units. That's what I'm talking about. And again, uh, your boy's doing some double duty or triple duty here. Uh, My second straight uh, nonstop day here doing... The, uh, the newsletter, the Morning Bets pod, I did Follow the Money this morning, just uh, co-hosted Lombardi Line. But of course, you know I have a special place in my heart for the Market Insights podcast, for the crew. And boy, did we have a night last night. Again, 6-2 plus 2.89 units last night. And if I have to work, you know, 14 hours in a day to guarantee that we get, you know, stack two units or more, you know I'm going to do it. So let's see if we can uh, cash another big winning day today, guys. But looking back toward last night, just some epic sweats across the board. Uh, in the NHL. How about the Boston Bruins getting it done in overtime? An epic David Pasternak one-timer to cash that thing, which was fantastic. We got Carolina, uh, which was a bit of a sweat, but I did notice there was an empty net goal. They did not count, so thank God we didn't go puck line there. It was never a consideration, but uh, something we talked about, Ben Wilson and I, today, that they probably should have counted that goal. So if you did have the puck line with Carolina, I don't know if anyone did. I just had money line. I go money line because, again, I want the chance to cash my bet in a shootout or overtime, but they probably should have counted that goal. Just kind of a... I don't know, not a scandal, but just kind of a weird thing uh, from last night. And then, of course, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay got down early, came back, clawed their way back, won in a shootout. So 3-1 and one in the NHL. Only loser there was Florida getting rolled by St. Louis, ironically. And then another 3-1 and one here in college hoops. Who's excited for March Madness? I tell you what, guys, it's like 52 degrees in Boston. And for those of us in Boston, that's pretty warm. Again, we've been having a long winter. It hasn't been a bad winter. It's like probably the least amount of snow in a long time here, but it has been consistently pretty cold and it's been pretty long here. So if I can uh, bet on college hoops and cash my tickets and 
uh, get a little bit warm out there, I get the feeling of March Madness in my veins. So uh, give it to me. I love it. Uh, but we had a great night last night. Got Wisconsin. Had to sweat that thing, but on the money line came through against Michigan. Penn State shot the lights out. Way to go, Penn State. Getting it done for the team. But then the one that I probably uh, sweat about 10 gallons uh, off my uh, off off the top of my head. Just you know, kind of that that gift there with the dog uh, with the with the uh, kind of the towel like patting his head. Uh, just sweating left and right. But how about Providence, man? An absolutely epic game. Double overtime. Uh, probably took five years off my life, but boy, was it worth it. And that was a great example of a sharp line move coming through where public was on Creighton. But we had a low bets, higher dollar split with Providence, and it took two overtimes, but Providence came through for the team. I think they're, what, now 13-0 or 14-0 at home. Uh, so great night overall, 6-2 plus 2.89 units. Let's see if we can run it back today uh, with another uh, another big slate here tonight. So tonight I have four college basketball bets for you. I got a couple money lines. I got a couple spreads. I have one bet in the NHL, and I have one bet in the NBA. So overall, we got a six-pack here, so we can continue our winning ways with some great momentum off of last night. Uh, before we dive into all our sweats, again, this is going to be a little bit shorter of a pod just because your boy is working on fumes over here, and I still got to walk Meadow Pup and uh, figure out something for dinner here because the fiancé uh, is off to work, and she's not going to be coming back till later. So I'm on dinner duty tonight, uh, and I got to catch my breath here after a, a big uh, adrenaline-filled day. And by the way, I'd have, I had a dentist appointment. So talk about a busy day for your boy, but uh, again, of, of course they always tell you, you got to floss. Again, I only floss in the morning. Like you don't floss at night, you got to floss at night. So I got yelled at by the dentist here, but either way, whatever it takes here, I'll get a cavity as long as we cash some tickets here tonight. Uh, but a lot to get to, as I mentioned, uh, so it'll be a shorter pod here. I think we went like what, 25 minutes yesterday, probably along the same lines here today. So we'll kind of have a, a lightning round. We'll get the pod out there and hopefully uh, continue to have another big night after last night. But real quick, housekeeping, as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Plug in your email. As soon as you do, you wake up to some great sports betting content sent directly to your inbox every single morning. Uh, so today's newsletter, we let off with a lot of Tiger Woods talk. Uh, had a couple good segments here on Lombardi Line today with Ben Wilson uh, talking about Tiger. And the thing that jumped out to me with Tiger is that, you know, typically since his injury, he's been a big public play where he's kind of a kind of a trendy dog that is just kind of a you know kind of a layup like public um kind of naive type bet just betting on tiger because he's tiger when in reality uh again the the odds makers are saying that he's going to miss these cuts uh not play very well well there has been big steam i just want to throw this out there to tiger missing the cut i think he was like minus 130 he's up to like minus 210 now but everyone's discounting tiger and if you can get tiger to make the cut at plus 150 tiger woods is no longer in that popular just bet him because he's tiger play it seems like the betting public's gotten a little bit smarter here and betting against Tiger now. So it's almost like Tom Brady. When Brady's a public favorite, uh, laying minus seven, you know, it's really not that much value. Uh, but when Brady's a dog, getting plus three in the Super Bowl as a contrarian bet against Mahomes, that's when he loved to back Tom Brady. So is Tiger in a buy low spot? That's kind of interesting to me at plus 150. Uh, but don't take my word for it. I am in, by no means a golf expert. Uh, so I would definitely lean on the long shots crew with Wes Reynolds and the boys. Uh, they have their long shots pod link today. So if you want to bet uh, the Riviera, uh, the new um, – uh, or the one that kicks off tomorrow uh, with uh, Riviera Country Club in L.A. Uh, Tiger Woods is going to make his return. I would uh, bookmark and check out the Long Shots pod. It's only an hour, but if you're going to bet it and you care about golf, I would go there for some great content from the VEASAN experts. Also, you'll get a link to all of our articles for, for today. A lot of golf talk, Daytona 500. Steve Mackinnon's got that covered. You have my Sharp Report in college basketball, along with my buddy Adam Burke, who's got some college basketball uh, thoughts here. Uh, as well as promos for legal sports books, also biting 
We've got some UFC coming up here. So uh, two, two of my favorite people, uh, Gamble and Lou, are also, um, uh, who is it, Reed Kuhn, who has wrote the book Fightnomics. If you want to get better at betting UFC, that's a, a book you got to pick up here. Uh, but Dave Ross, my buddy as well, has some breakdowns here uh, for First Strike. So another great link to uh, some pods. So a lot of great content in the newsletter today. If you haven't done it yet, sign up, vcin.com slash newsletter. Get this free information sent into your veins every single morning uh, uh, from the VEASAN Daily. You also get a link to uh, my um, my Morning Bets pod in the morning as well. So thank you all for tuning and listening in, into that. Uh, also, if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a VEASAN All Access member. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Only $9.99. I thought this intro offer was, was done with the Super Bowl. I was wrong. It's still out there, so you can still get in on it. Only 10 bucks. Become a VEASAN member. Get all the articles beyond the paywall. Get all the best bets sent to your inbox, as well as a uh, live stream of all the shows and all the articles uh, behind the paywall. And, as I mentioned, um, those DraftKings percentages, which, again, we used to our advantage with that great low bets, higher dollar, sharp split uh, to Providence last night, helping us uh, cash a great data-driven play. So all included when you become a member. Sign up, vcin.com, slash subscribe. First month, only $9.99. Give it a shot. March Madness is right around the corner. Lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter is a great resource here for sports bettors because we operate in a real-time market that's fluid. It's constantly changing. We need to be the first snow, especially in the NBA with breaking news, breaking injuries, injury alerts. Uh, pretty soon we got baseball, which, by the way, I'm taking a shot on the Red Sox over 77.5 win total. It's juiced up over minus, uh, minus 115. And everyone says the Sox are going to be terrible this year. Uh, again, I am not a fan of Hyam Bloom. I think he's running this team into the ground. But can you win 78 games? I think that's doable. Uh, the roster is much better than last year, much better bullpen. So I like that play to the over. Uh, but whole point being, baseball is right around the corner. You don't, need, you don't need me to tell you how important it is with baseball, getting starting lineups, scratch starting pitchers, uh, all that kind of information here as well as goalies and hockey. But really it's NBA load management, guys being in and out. they got to be on Twitter for So uh, you can create a gambling community. You can direct message people. Get on Twitter. Follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. Any questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you along in your sports betting journey, you let me know. So with that being said, it's going to be a quick pod because your boy is running on fumes here. I understand why in the 70s, they, what do they call them, greenies? Uh, when you have a doubleheader in MLB, well, give me a greenie. I, I need I need a little pick-me-up here, maybe a five-hour energy drink. But anyway, uh, I got some sweats for you tonight, guys. So after a great night last night, let's see if we can keep it rolling. Uh, four bets in college basketball for me. First one on the board, uh, this is a play that I'm really excited to sweat tonight. Give me the Tennessee Volunteers. The Volunteers are at home against Alabama. Uh, this is kind of the ultimate fade the trendy dog, sharp contrarian bet because Alabama is your number one team in the country. They're 22-3. and three. They've won four straight. Meanwhile, Tennessee is 19-6. and six. Good record, but they've lost three of four. Uh, they just lost outright to Mizzou, 86-85 as a 12.5 point home favorite. Uh, yet, did you catch who's favorite in this one? Tennessee. So, of course, you go on Twitter. You guys say it with me. Wrong team is favorite. Yeah, Dickie V says the wrong team is favorite, man. You get Alabama getting three points. You got to take the points here with Alabama, baby. Number one team in the country. You got to take the points, baby. Nope, Dickie V, you are wrong, my friend. Let's go Tennessee. Uh, I like this spot to Tennessee because right off the bat, it makes no sense. Uh, as Dickie V mentioned, why is Alabama a dog? This is like an ob obvious public layup. Uh, you're getting across the board like 70% of bets saying, give me the points with Alabama. Too good to be true, though. Oftentimes it typically is. So look at Tennessee. They opened as low as a minus two, minus two and a half point home favorite. They're up to minus three. They're juiced up like some bookshops are even maybe going to three and a half here. So if everyone and their mother is on Alabama, 
as an obvious number one team in the country. And again, why is the number one team a dog tonight? That should just automatically tell you something's fishy and you want to be on the fishy side, not on the obvious side. Again, anything could happen. Bama could roll. I hope they don't because I got Tennessee on the money line here. But this is a great data-driven play. Buy low, sell high. A team that's lost three of four versus selling high in the number one team in the country. Everyone's on Bama. Most heavily back game of the night. Yet, line's going to Tennessee. So a sharp reverse line move. We've seen these SEC home favorites do great. 43-13 and 13 straight up in conference play, 77%. Uh, Ken Palm does have Alabama, or sorry, has Tennessee winning by two points. So, again, it's not a Ken Palm edge now at minus three or three and a half. So that's why I'm on the money line here at minus 150. Uh, but you're banking on the defense of Tennessee, only giving up 56 a game versus 69. They are 11-2 and two at home this year. I think you get a good effort out of them, kind of a desperate effort after a really bad loss there to Mizzou. Uh, so, again, wrong team is favored. Nope, the right team is always favored. But, again, if you give me a super contrarian fade the Trinity dog play with a reverse line move, guys, I'm a big volunteers guy tonight here. Let's go Tennessee on the money line at minus 150. Uh, next play for me, I'm going Texas A&M. Now, this one's a little bit different. This is another money line play for me at minus 150. Now, Texas A&M is a slight public play. They're getting 60% of bets, so it's not a contrarian spot. But I like the line move, and I like kind of the other variables at play here. So A&M at home against Arkansas. A&M opened around a minus two home favorite. Uh, they've now been bet up to minus three, three and a half. I see one book even going to four. So this line is continuing to creep toward the Aggies. Uh, that's a good sign here because um, if you look at uh, a couple system matches here, one would be a short uh, conference home favorite, minus five or less with a line move in their favor. Those teams are 137 and 98. ATS, 58% here. Uh, we just talked about those SEC home favorites uh, with Tennessee in conference play. Well, same match here with Texas A&M. They're 43-13 straight up, 77%. Uh, you also have um, a Ken Palm angle here. Again, has them winning by two, so not really an edge, but still with Tennessee or sorry, with Texas A&M winning the game. That's all we care about. Uh, a couple other factors, you know, home road. Uh, we have a a a Texas A&M 10-2 in conference play and 12-1 at home. So they've done great at home, and they've done great in conference play in these big rivalry games that you got to get up for. Uh, versus Arkansas, who's 6-6 six and six in conference play and 2-5 and five on the road. They've really struggled uh, on the road here in hostile environments. Uh, so I'm also looking at Texas A&M, kind of a supplementary factor of a revenge angle here. Uh, if you look back toward, uh, I think it was late January, January 31st, uh, you had A&M lose to Arkansas 81-70. to 70 on the road uh, at Arkansas. They were a three-and-a-half-point dog in that one. So I think this is kind of a get-back, get-right spot, or also not get-right because they, they're playing well. They won three straight. But kind of a get your exact your revenge, I guess, is what I'm trying to say here. I think you're going to remember that Arkansas got you last time at their home court. Well, let's get them here on, on our home court. Uh, so I like this line move toward AM. I got them on the money line, minus 150. Let's go, Aggies. Next play for me, uh, Northwestern. Now, I fully admit – this line has crept up a little bit. I didn't uh, expect to see this happen. Uh, again, you're always programmed to try to beat the closing line. So I actually went on follow the money this morning with Stormy and Sean King and said, hey, Northwestern plus one and a half. That's your number one contrarian play of the night. Public's all over Indiana. Well, now the line is up to uh, Northwestern getting two and a half. So uh, I'll take the two and a half now. If you bet it earlier, one and a half, I'll just dance with the one who brung me and stick with it. But if you haven't bet it yet, I'm taking the two and a half now uh, with Northwestern. Now, what's intriguing to me about Northwestern is that they just beat the number one team in the country, Purdue. Now, typically when you take down the number one team in the country, the public will be like, oh my God, they beat Purdue. They must be really good. So the next time out, they're going to hammer Northwestern or hammer any team who just upset the top team in the country. But that's actually not, not what's happening here. 
Uh, the public is on Indiana. Indiana is ranked number 14. Northwestern is unranked. Uh, if you look at these unranked teams versus ranked opponents, they are 213 and 161 ATS, 57%. Uh, they'd also match uh, same system from last night with Providence. Uh, when you were a dog of uh, two or less, I guess you're two and a half now, so they don't technically match. But when you're a short dog at home in conference play, 64 and 45 ATS, 59%. So similar to that Providence line, I guess the difference would be line is going away from Northwestern. So it's not really a sharp play. To me, it's a value play. Uh, we always talk about this in terms of, you know, you want some element of sharp action, whether it's a steam move, reverse line move, a line freeze, a low bets, higher dollar bet split. Um, so you don't really have that. But to me, it's a value play based on a contrarian angle. So, again, Northwestern is only getting tonight 21% of bets and a heavily bet 9 o'clock game. Everyone and their mother is on uh, is on Indiana as the ranked team. But here's where it gets good. Maureen Chase, where are you at? Woo, 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 woo. Give a double time for you. Northwestern is a Ken Palm sound the alarm. Ken Palm has Northwestern winning this game by one point. So if we were getting Northwestern, who's 11 and four at home, Indiana, by the way, is only four and five on the road, coming off a great uh, win there against Purdue. They're not the popular play. Public's all over Indiana. Uh, we have a Ken Palm sound the alarm, and now we're getting a two and a half. Boom. Give me Northwestern uh, plus two and a half in this spot. Again, doesn't have the element of sharp action. Uh, maybe I guess sharp action would be if we start to see this thing fall back down to two or one and a half closer to game time. Ideally, you're going to grab the two and a half and see that happen. Um, but uh, to me, it's a good spot in a value play based on a Ken Palm edge and a really contrarian spot. One of your top contrarian plays of the night here. So give me Northwestern. Northwestern now plus two and a half. And then last play of the night for me. This I've been kind of working all day here doing Lombardi line and staring at all these games. And there's one game that. I kept coming back to it. I'm like, there's something going on there. And I threw it at my buddy Ben Wilson, and he kind of gave me another angle on it that I like. Uh, but this is going to be a play for me. Uh, this is a late addition. Uh, but give me TCU plus four. I like TCU plus four tonight. A couple things going on with TCU. Number one is they're on the road at Iowa State. This game opened Iowa State minus four. They've stayed minus four, but you're starting to see some books get down to three and a half. So that's really notable to me because the public play here is Iowa State at home. Uh, Iowa State is getting 62% of bets across the market, yet the line stayed the same, which would be a line freeze, or starting to fall to 3.5 toward TCU, which would then be a reverse line move. So if the public here is all over Iowa State, shouldn't Iowa State be you know up to minus 4.5, minus 5? That's not happening. The line's staying the same or even dropping toward TCU. Uh, it's a buy-low spot on TCU. They've lost three straight, uh, but Iowa State hasn't played great either. They're, they've lost four of their last five. Uh, you have a pretty good bet split here, uh, only getting uh, around 38% of bets, but 57% of the money on TCU. So telling you kind of a contrarian angle here with a reverse line move and a little bets higher dollar bet split. Uh, you're banking on the offensive TCU, 76 points a game versus 70 for Iowa State. Uh, and then also, hopefully, um, I think, is, is, it Miles, not, is it Miles McBride? or Maybe that was a guy in West Virginia, but it's Miles somebody. There's a really good player in TCU who's been banged up who could be back here tonight. Uh, which would be a big, big boost for TCU. So I like TCU in this spot. Now, I don't love the fact that these Big 12 home favorites are 38 and 13 straight up, 75% conference play. But again, we don't care about, you know, Iowa State can win the game, just win it by three or less. Make it easy on us, though, and let's have TCU uh, win, uh, win this game outright. Wouldn't that be nice? But contrarian play, very heavily bet game tonight. Public's on Iowa State, yet it stayed the same or starting to fall to TCU. I'm going uh, Horn Frogs here. Let's go TCU, guys. I got TCU at plus four. So four bets here tonight. 
We got Tennessee on the money line. Uh, we have Texas A&M on the money line. We have TCU plus four, and we have Northwestern plus two and a half. Now, a couple other bets for you here because we got some sweats across the board as, as our six-pack, as I alluded to earlier. I got one NHL uh, play for you. So after a great NHL night last night, 3-1, and one, with some epic sweats there in overtime and in a shootout, uh, how about the Boston Bruins, man? If anyone watched that game, I tweeted it out, but Jack Edwards had a great call. Anywhere, anytime, the Boston Bruins get it done. The Bees, we want the cup. So as a Bees fan who bets who bet on the Bees is like the ultimate, ultimate, just great call by Jack Edwards. But anyway... Uh, I like one play tonight, New York Rangers. Give me the Rangers, guys. I got the Rangers at minus 190. Rangers caught my eye from just the outset here. Uh, I talked about them on the Morning Bets pod, but uh, Rangers opening on the road at Vancouver around a minus 180 favorite. They're up to minus 190. So right off the bat, we have line movement in favor of the Rangers. Uh, if we look at these road favorites, minus 175 or more, they're 73-30 and 30 this year, 71%. It's been a really good angle here. But also, you look at rest versus tired. This is another reason why I think you're banking on New York tonight. Uh, they last played on the 11th of, uh, of February here. You look at the Vancouver Canucks, they played on the 13th. So, two-day rest advantage for New York. Uh, starting goalie Igor Shesterkin rested. Extra rest, always a good thing. But also, Vancouver is playing their third game in five days. Uh, Rangers are playing great. They've won five straight. You also look at kind of the message that uh, some trades have sent in the locker room for both these teams. Rangers picked up Tarasenko and got a defenseman as well. So kind of management's telling you, we believe in you. We're, we're making some additions. We want you to do well, and let's go win the Cup. I hope they don't because I'm on the Bruins to win the Cup. Uh, but I like the Rangers to win this thing tonight. Also, Vancouver, the opposite. Uh, Vancouver traded Bo Horvat. They fired their head coach. They might trade a couple other guys, including uh, Luke Shen, a uh, defenseman here. So uh, you have kind of a rebuild Vancouver. You have Rangers flying high. Got a great starting uh, starting three there, your, your top line with um, with Panarin and Zabanajab and now uh, Tarasenko. Also, you have the Rangers 22-13 and 13 as a favorite. They're 15-5-4 on the road. So when they're expected to win, when they're on the road, they've done well in both these spots. Vancouver is just 12-23 and 23 as a dog, 10-14-1 at home. So when they're, they're expected to lose, they do. When they're at home, they don't really play very well. So hopefully that trend continues. Uh, both teams are about 3.3 goals a game offensively, but a big difference defensively. Uh, the New York Rangers are only giving up 2.7 goals a game versus almost four goals a game for Vancouver. Uh, similar power play, but much better penalty kill for the Rangers, 81% versus 65%. So my one bet tonight in the NHL, going the Rangers, minus 190. And then last play of the night for me, you know, we got to fit an N uh, NBA bet in there. And, uh, of course, uh, we had uh, got a tough stretch there with our non-conference overs. I lost seven in a row. It was just really rough, tough sledding there. It's always tough when you want to, you know, not give up on something that maybe just be has is a little bit of regression and not doing well, yet it's done well in the season. But I was done banging my head against the wall with some of these non-conference overs. So what did we do the other night? Uh, we went the other way and had some short money line plays. So I'm going to look toward uh, the other night when we went 2-0 and with the Utah Jazz. And uh, I forgot the other bet that was uh, who? Oh, Denver Nuggets. So I see kind of another angle here tonight. Uh, I'm going on a side, and I'm going to take the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Hawks minus 150 on the money line here. Uh, a couple reasons like the Hawks tonight. From a data-driven standpoint, they're really sharp and contrarian with the reverse line move. The Hawks actually opened around minus 2, minus 2.5, two and now up to minus 3. Some shops are even creeping up to minus 3.5. And, and that's notable because the Atlanta Hawks uh, are the contrarian play. The public's actually all over the New York Knicks tonight. New York Knicks... Uh, across the board are getting uh, looks like around 64% uh, of bets. 
yet. The line keeps creeping up to Atlanta. So it's kind of a desperate spot for Atlanta. They've been a 500 team, 29 and 29. They made the DeJounte Murray deal and, again, haven't really got much traction here. Um, they're coming off a loss to Charlotte, in which they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Meanwhile, the Knicks, they're 32-27, and 27, and they've won four of their last five. So it's kind of a buy-low, sell-high. Atlanta is uh, bad ATS, good ATS play, too. They've let betters down. They're 26-31 and 31 against the spread, whereas New York is 31-26 and 26 ATS. So kind of, a again, a buy-low on a team that doesn't cover versus sell-high on a team that does. No real injuries here. Uh, I just saw that Mitchell Robinson's out. You know, it looks like most of your guys here are good to go uh, for Atlanta. I guess John Collins is questionable, but he should play, I think. DeAndre, Hunt, DeAndre uh, Hunter, same thing. Uh, but I like that low bets, higher dollar bet split, and I like the line move toward uh, the Atlanta Hawks. And the New York Knicks are kind of in a tough spot. They're playing their fourth game in six days. So the New York Knicks are kind of the tired play here, whereas uh, the Atlanta Hawks are a little bit more rested. And then, just to have a little fun for some S's and G's, if you know what I mean, uh, I did throw this at, at J.J. Redick, my buddy. And, yes, that is a humble brag because I do the uh, the Old Man in the Three uh, podcast here, Islands in the Three, uh, with J.J. Redick with, uh, through DraftKings. Uh, I'm his uh, nerdy betting guy, and he's, uh, you know, the big star of the show. But uh, I threw at him our first episode. Our episode two should be coming out here soon. But I threw at him, like, schedule spots. Like, hey, you know, when I bet NBA, I'm conscious of – Who's on a back-to-back? Who's rested? You know, uh, is it uh, kind of a tough spot for a turnaround, or is it an advantage for uh, fresh legs versus tired legs? Well, he threw at me one thing. He said birthdays. You know, birthdays, these teams go out and pop bottles. And then he also mentioned that Atlanta is like the ultimate nightlife spot. So I've never been to Atlanta. I hope to go one day. Maybe uh, my and the Atlanta Thrashers are no longer a thing, so my Bruins won't go down there. But uh, can my Red Sox play the Braves in interleague play? Can I get down there and see maybe the Celtics and the Hawks? Uh, or maybe the Patriots, uh, you know, again, in that Super Bowl coming back against the uh, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, which uh, is rough if you're a Falcons fan. It's great if you're a Pats fan like me. But anyway, I hope to get to Atlanta one day. And what do I always hear about Atlanta? They have really good wings. And by wings, I don't mean wings. I mean other things. So uh, popping bottles, the nightlife. Are the New York Knicks, you know, enjoying themselves? I'll put it that way in Atlanta tonight. I know it's kind of I'm – ha- I'm having fun. Like, I, I don't know if that's true. You know, maybe they didn't even, you know, go to a bar or anything or a strip club or whatever. Uh, but uh, that's something to be conscious of. And I'm not just making it up. Like JJ Redick, a real NBA player, mentioned that. So maybe they're, I don't know, a little hungover today. I'll take it. Whatever it takes for us to win this Hawks money line bet. So again, having fun, but maybe it's something to consider. But even if that was not the case, uh, we are getting a public play on the Knicks, yet lines going to the Hawks. So I'm taking a shot on the Hawks tonight. Got the Hawks at minus 150. So there you have it, guys. Short and sweet. But short and sweet did well for us yesterday. Let's see if we can do it again today. Again, great night last night. Just some epic sweats. Last night's the kind of night where you love betting on sports, where, uh, again, you're kind of just grinding and grinding, and you're getting late breaks going your way. Uh, Just the adrenaline rush is is unrivaled. So I'm on Tennessee college basketball. Tennessee money line, uh, Texas A&M money line, TCU plus four, Northwestern plus two and a half, New York Rangers in the NHL money line, and the Atlanta Hawks on the money line in the NBA. That about does it for the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 766. But reminder, if you had a good night last night, if you enjoyed the Market Insights Pod, if it's helped you to think through sports betting in a different way, uh, maybe you used to you know, throw darts or bet based on your gut instinct and bias, you love betting, but you didn't see the results you wanted, now you have a blueprint, you have a model. Again, this isn't the only way to bet on sports. There's different ways. If you want to be a true pro, you want to cap your own numbers and set your own lines and set your own power ratings. But Again, this is kind of the way I like to bet. I think it's a good, successful way long-term. Is it the only way? No, but 
uh, makes sense to me, and I think it makes sense to quite a few of you out there. So if it's helped you to uh, beat some closing lines, get sharper, uh, you are maybe a flat better now, and now instead of parlaying, maybe you're a bet to risk uh, better when you didn't even know the difference between bet to risk versus bet to win, and now you're betting to risk, and you're uh, you're saving yourself on losses on minus numbers, and you're setting yourself up still for a good ROI uh, when you're winning your games regardless. So if any of that is the case, you've taken more of a contrarian angle, you're looking at betting percentages, bets and dollars, you're looking at line movement, you're looking at betting system matches, if any of that is true, and the Market Insights Pod has helped you along in your sports betting journey to cash a few bets, uh, then there's one thing I ask of you. Make my day, make me happy. Buy my book. Tell a friend. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It will mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to place a bet in person or online. How to shop for the best line. How to set up a bankroll management plan. All included in my book. So if you want to pick one up, it would really make me happy. It would mean the world to me. Uh, and also, it's got some good nuggets there. Even if you're just a new better, but even if you're a wise guy or wise gal, got some good systems in there that you might not know about. So pick one up. Make my day. If you've already bought one, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, wrapping it up here, guys, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking handle records every day in the great state of New York, Betting mobile in Massachusetts for less than a month away. But for now, we're betting at the Encore. Uh, we're out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest truth possible is found at the South Point. We're at Stadium Swim. Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa or the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, wherever it may be. You're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me some damn nice tickets, damn good tickets from last night. Show me a Wisconsin Badgers money line play. A Penn State shooting the lights out money line play. A Providence plus the points in double OT getting it done. How about a Boston Bruins, David Pasternak, uh, game uh, game winner there in overtime. Carolina getting it done. Tampa Bay in a shootout. Uh, it was a great night last night, guys. So let's see if we can keep it going. Uh, see if we can get another winning night here tonight. That's the goal. You have a good night. It's a challenge to try to have another winning night. You have a bad night. It's a challenge to bounce back. So kind of a good challenge tonight to try to keep it rolling. But enjoy the sweats. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. It's not going to win every time. Nothing wins every time. But we're playing a long game. Smart money is going to win a majority of the time long term, 55%. That's why you want to be with the sharp action and never against it. So if we can find that sweet spot, find the games that fit our model, be fearless but disciplined, look for games that are simultaneously against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term. So wish you the best of luck, everyone. Again, short and sweet here. When you got me doing double overtime uh, myself here with uh, with VEASAN spots, you get a little bit shorter of a pod, but hopefully we can cash nonetheless. Uh, but enjoy the sweats. Good luck. Do not forget to, to tip your ticket writer, and we'll be back at it tomorrow for a big thirsty Thursday. Have a great Wednesday, everyone. Good luck. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy... Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 